Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today we've got comedian Fred Stoller in the studio. You may know him from, well, just about everything, but today we're giving this actor, comedian, author his moment in the spotlight to talk sex, dating, and the funnier things in life. Okay, I know I've been talking lately about my Sibian, but I'm ready to really get into it. I'm ready to tell you about how this thing is going to change your life. You may think you know all about the Sibian, but forget what you Please forget what you've heard about it because it's so different than any other sex product you've seen before. In fact, it's so much more than just a sex toy. The Sibian is a full-on sexual experience, one that you can enjoy solo or with a partner. For one thing, it's the only sex product with a unique mountable design that simulates the feel of riding a partner during woman on top position. And the cool thing about the Sibian is that each woman has the power to customize her experience every time she uses it and make it work for her. So there's 11 different attachments. So you can just use it and ride it, you know, for your clitoris. So you can have one that looks like a penis. Um, there's one shaped like a finger, whatever you're into. And it doesn't matter what you choose because it provides you with a variety of orgasms that you can choose from. There is no limit to the ways you can experience a Sibian. And each machine is as unique as the woman riding it. And women who have trouble reaching orgasm during intercourse, and I know there's a lot of you out there because I hear from you every day, Sibian just might be the secret to unlocking your orgasmic potential. Repeated rides in the Sibian can train your body to orgasm, making it easier to experience multiple O's and increased sexual response with a partner. And because of the unique design to Sibian, once you learn how to orgasm with it, you can transfer that experience to sex with your partner. The way you move, you know, you can figure out what feels good. Oh, and have I mentioned how hot it is for your partner to watch you play with it? Listen to this testimonial from a Sibian website um, from a user. My husband and I have been married for 17 years, and I always thought our sex life was okay, but I didn't get too excited about it. My first time on the Sibian, I can hardly describe the feeling I had. My body just exploded. It was unreal what happened to me. I soon realized at the age of 38, with Sibian, I had my first orgasm ever. I've now started having orgasms while making love to my husband, and I have Sibian to thank. Shelly from Texas. So to hear what other happy customers have to say about their sex life-changing Sibian, or to order your customized Sibian today, visit Sibian.com. And as a special treat for Sex with Emily listeners, get $75 off your first order. That's Emily75 at Sibian.com. S-Y-B-I-A-N.com. Thanks for listening. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Check out our new website. You're going to love it. Rock our new website because it's awesome. Sign up for a mailing list. Check out all the content. It's going to be so much easier to find 10 years of content now on our new site. You'll love it. Right, Menace? Of course. I'm so glad you're here. Happy birthday yesterday. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Thanks. Sorry. Um, Jeez. Dude, I'm I know. What are we going to do? Uh, oh, I missed it. We are going to party. 
party like crazy yeah okay. i want to do something i'm over party we used to party you are i know dude, what happened take You're me like, to oh. take me to boa the nice I'll steakhouse dude i would <laughs> no seriously i'm just kidding no you, you don't want to go to do that. with me I'm no fine. no i do i do want to go to a movie I want to hang out. No, not a movie because you'll talk through it the entire time. Okay, enough with that. Um, so today, yeah, Fred Stoller's here. He's, yes. He's probably in everything you've ever seen. Like he's I know. Been in Friends, Everybody Loves Raymond, Scrubs, Hannah Montana, My Name is Earl. And he talks about like being mm-hmm. kind of middle-level comedian. He wrote a really uh-huh. funny book about, you know, the title is Maybe We'll Have You Back. You know, All right. Life, uh, the life of a perennial TV guest star. Like he was like, man yeah. too. So he's going to come in. And also... Um, you Once guys, I saw Fred, I recognized him right away. Of course. I'm like, I know that guy. Yeah. Hi, Fred. <laughs> come this on, Fred. Menace. Sit down. Everyone knows Apparently. Fred. Right? I don't know Hi, me. Fred. No. Do you don't know me? Hi, Fred. Hi, um, This is Menace. This Menace. is Madison. What's your name? This Menace. Just and like, like Menace Dennis Society. Menace. Yeah. That's his like it's radio weird. name, but that's like his real name. His mom called wow. him Wow. Have you performed in San Francisco? I swear I've seen you. Uh, you do stand up? We lived in San Francisco. Yeah. You live there now? I we used to, yeah. yeah. I moved here about a year and a half ago. Um. Wow, God. Um. So loud me. <laughs> stand up. Uh, you would have been like a little, little kid when I did stand really? up. I, uh, yeah, I took a long break. Mm-hmm. Then sort of came back, and I'm semi-retiring again from stand-up. Okay, <laughs> you can't dabble. You got to really yeah. hang out at clubs right. and be aggressive and mm-hmm. and stuff. But I did it uh, like I think Cobb's in '88. Okay. Wow, when Robin Williams would come in, and mm-hmm. and uh, another guy passed away, Warren Thomas, <clears throat> excuse me, would come in. So this was um, by the pier. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. That's and, what is it, the comic club? Yeah, the cops. Yeah, it's right I, there. I remember that I was, you know, when I was doing stand, my act was very low key and subtle. Hey, Stanley. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, wherever I would go, they'd switch me with the middle. You're not high energy enough. And people would always apologize. Oh, this is just, you know, Baltimore or this is Sacramento. Mm-hmm. But then when I started not killing with. You can't say Boston or San Francisco. Oh, they're just hayseeds. <laughs> yeah. But that one was a lot of tourists. The um, Oh, yeah. It's all tourists. So it wasn't, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm blaming why you didn't do well. Oh, okay. I don't know. So maybe we so didn't what? see there. But you've been in so many shows. I mean, that's your, well, your book. Thank you. Maybe we were just talking about it pre game. Maybe we'll have you back the life of a perennial TV guest star, Fred Stoller. That's what I hope they say. Yeah, they they say what on your tombstone, you mean? Or? No, when I do a show or with a, I'm with a woman. Oh, maybe love your back. Yes, <laughs> you know. We all hope that maybe. Yeah, you just hope for a maybe because they can't promise when you're a guest star guy because this regulars have contracts and make millions, but you just hope you heard it or people. A lot of them say it to each other. When I, my first show I was on, I heard one guy go, "Well, I'm the mailman. They always need mail. Maybe they'll bring me back." Or I, I was at the diner. I ordered the lemonade. I could be the guy that eats the lemon or drinks the lemonade. So we just want maybes to keep us going. But do you even believe the maybe sometimes? Because you're like, I guess you want to hear it, but then I always feel like they're not going to be like. But good job today. It's kind of like I'll call you. Yeah, yeah. You still. My book. My analogy is like being a foster kid, going from show to show, hoping one keeps me on. Right. And what was the what was the first show you were on? That was a million years ago. No one heard of it. Called Singer and Sons about a Jewish deli, 
And that's where I first heard them say, I had the fruit salad. Maybe I could be the guy known as the fruit <laughs> salad. I was the right. uncle. I'm related. And right. did not realize saying for the next 20 something years, I'd be the desperate guy hoping I'm a cousin. Right. My joke I did, I was the cousin on Raymond. The difference right. between the cousin and the brother is $77 million. Right, exactly. And I look yeah. more like, I look more like Raymond than Brad mm. Garrett did. So. Yeah, so I'm, when the first I did Amen, these are the first shows where mm-hmm. I was a, a biker. I was skinnier than this, and the joke was I wore a tank top and I was uh, in a motorcycle jack- jacket, threatening people. I go, oh, maybe they, I could be back to harass people. <laughs> so you, you just try to bring the hope up in your own head. But yeah, you try not to get too. People think I'm negative. You just learn to be cautiously optimistic. Exactly. You're only real excited. When something, the thing I learned about women or with career, it's only something if it's something. This is, you know, I'm not like you, an expert uh, relationship person, but the advice I give people and to myself, whenever a guy or girl is analyzing, she said this, but then the email said this. If you're analyzing, it's not there. When it's there, do you agree you with this? You won't be analyzing? Yes. Mm. When something's there, you don't have to break down everything. You just know. Don't. I think it's just a waste of time, the time that we... I, I agree. My friends and I, we sit around analyzing te- when text. People started texting all the time. We'd be passing back. What did this right. mean? What did this mean? I'm like, do you realize with all the time we spent analyzing what this means, we could like have the cure for cancer right now. Right. Like, this yeah, is the absolutely. biggest waste of our goddamn time. But like I said, the few successes I've had with women is when they give you a look, like you're giving me, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, look in the eye, like I get a kick out of this guy. I encourage you. You sort of know. Whenever I'm trying to be like John Cusack and say anything and be charming or John Cryer, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying. Whenever I'm trying, this is another thing I learned. You know how I got a, you know how you get a woman to like you? How? She has to like you. Yeah. And there's true. nothing. You can't that, do anything. Yeah, yeah. No, right? you the right show car up. Or the right anything. No, it's, it's something. About- I'm the same Fred. Either I could be to some women like uh, Brad Pitt, but very little, or Hinkley, a serial killer. You know what I'm saying? The same essence. That whenever you're trying to analyze, you know what I mean, it's it's sort of like auditions, like um, you show up, you're the guy or not. And so I learned the same thing, analyzing an audition. Should I not have said this? Should I come right, in like that? Right, you can't beat yourself up. You do the, as long as you know that you do did the best you can. But, you but just then show I also it. beat myself up because I went through this in entertainment. I get it. It's all rejection, but no one tells you that when you're starting. Like at first, you have to learn that. Like it's okay. You but do your you know, best. My friend who uh, wrote on Raymond for nine years said... When you walk, you, you walk through the door, you're the guy or not. I'm gonna, not going to be a Southern racist in a, you know, some a gritty, you know, a noir, you know, like a, whatever, uh, the show Bosch, a gritty crime <laughs> thing, the intense detective. I just exude skinny kind of Jewish New York guy. Right. So it's what you what you walk through, you're, you know, you're, you're not going to be a uh, bus driver on a show. You know, you just, you know what I'm saying? It's right. just, you, you, you're the guy or girl or not. But it's also not. getting comfortable with, yeah, knowing who you are too. Right. Going in with the you know confidence it kills you like you really you i always say people like your your life work should be cultivating confidence it will help you in, in every way you but know you know what's something i i learned with me that you are you confident because you're confident you can't fake it you know no. what i'm saying when people go don't be desperate that's when you're not desperate right exactly you i mean know, like, you really you can't fake per- it but the thing that makes you not confident is worrying that you're not confident right right, when right. You just, and i think that part of like life and living is that you learn to become 
um, you, you learn to accept yourself and you learn to become more, your authentic yeah. self and accepting you for I'm, I'm just the getting to that. Just the, uh, it's a life. It's a, it's acceptance. Just hard. Oh, a my life, it's true. Oh. Right? Yeah. Oh. Well, I want to get into after being on TV, do you just get access to you know women constantly? <laughs> I don't want, they're like, oh, I know it's you. Con- well, I get I know mm. you, but not constant women. Mm-hmm. I uh, <laughs> just. Uh, um, Has it? I'm sure it's benefited you and. Well, Some yes, way, yes, yeah. and no, because it's. I've never been an accountant or a sex therapist, so I have nothing mm-hmm. to compare my success with women, with uh, you know sex what I mean, therapy. a non-show uh-huh. business thing. But <clears throat> excuse me, in one way, it's kind of thwarted. Is that the right word? Yeah. Or I don't want to be politically incorrect, re- retarded, and which is the real way to use it. My sense of um, social. <clears throat> like your perception, it's hard to read like the signs, maybe? The well, for example... I mean, that's for any guy, though. Well, 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 because like when I used to do stand-up comedy, I was pathologically shy and depressed. It made no sense I was a stand-up comic, because... Um, Most of them are, right? Right, but I was never funny. I, I See, when I started, um, I, w- I didn't, I, you know, I didn't want to... I wasn't a class clown. I just went into it because... I knew I was a weirdo. I wanted to be a character actor, but I didn't know how you did that. So it's not like now it is YouTube and you see, you know, all the groundlings. The, the only So the only way I heard is, oh, Jimmy Walker, Freddie Prince, they did their act at a place, the improv. And then you get on The Tonight Show, then you get to be in a sitcom. So I went, oh, I see a way to do oh, that. So I, I fantasized being on The Tonight Show going, this is just my second time doing stand-up. I thought every night there's people at the improv. You have some confidence just to get to the improv. I mean, so. <clears throat> well, well that, that's a thing. People don't understand. They go, why are you shy? You, 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 you've you gotten in front of people. But when I did stand-up, again, I said, just do it once. My head was down. I didn't look at the audience. And that became my act by accident because I couldn't look at the audience. I made nooses with the mic cord. <laughs> I did these weird non sequitur one-liners, things my mother would say. This is true. I'm using the word again, but this is true. When I quit uh, college to try to be a comedian, she, my mother couldn't understand it because her generation just, you know, right. body yeah. hack it. She goes... I don't know how I'm going to tell people you're a comic. Uh, I'm going to say you're retarded. That was easy to explain. There's something wrong with Freddie. He lies in bed. And uh, there's something wrong with him. She couldn't say I was a comedian. So basically, I just said I just have to do it once. So, So basically, with my social life, I would just hope someone came up to me. So I never knew most of my adult life had to try to talk to someone. You hope they break the ice. So you just kind of... Just wait it out. Yeah, and I would stand I would stand at the improv waiting for the whole audience to come out and just... Uh, but usually they're couples or, or they go, hey, you look familiar. But they're not going, you look familiar, let's go to bed or anything. Yeah. But no, never. Sometimes just wants, there, were, there has to be sometimes you went to bed because... There has to be some access. That you went to bed. Yeah, and I... I, I <laughs> You've got your your Kathy Griffin story. Yes, yes. She didn't see me do my act. She was, uh, it was um, at a party, and uh, she she just, we had a date, Mm -hmm. and this is what I like. I like to be bludgeoned. I don't know how to make a move. When I was a virgin when I started stand-up, I was a virgin until I was 21. Again, I didn't know what you're supposed to do. What do you put your eye? I wasn't going to do anything. (laughs) I I didn't know. You go to their apartment. You put Mm -hmm. their arm around. So I wanted to guarantee that there'd be sex. So it would take me an hour to muster the courage 
Could Sounds we like a lot sex? of our listeners, a lot of people have fear around that. And I used to, when, I guess when I was in high school, I used to wish, you know, we all had magic, you know, mm-hmm. like movies, missions. I used to wish that whatever woman liked me, ESP would like light up red or something. Uh-huh. I, I guess I guess want guarantees. Yes. So yeah. Well, that's what I've been saying on the show for years. I like. I wish women uh, would take more initiation. They, of, like, they just, do. I think they do. I think nowadays. Now no, no, they no, do. Not not that they do, but what what I think I finally learned is I'm not one of these guys that has rules. Guys do this. Guys mm-hmm. like the remote. Women do this. But I think it's more up to a woman. Meaning, anytime I try to charm someone or quote unquote work them, nothing. But a woman, the few successes I've had, they just give you a look like, hey, I'm attracted to you, or whatever. They make it easy. Really? I think mm-hmm. it, that's what I think. I don't. Well, you're the expert. I, yeah, no, I think I've heard well, yeah, definitely I, more. I think guys than can't ever. pick up the signs, though. Well, as we talk about, there have been studies that say that men really just can't oftentimes read the signs from, from a woman that they like them. And how many guys have like been like, you're here years later, they run into their high right. school crush or college crush, and she's like, I loved you the whole time. He's like, why didn't I know? You so know, I think there is a lot of maybe that. Maybe I, like I said, I need to be bludgeoned. I yeah. need, I need, uh, no, and, and the time, and the times I, it ha- I've had success with um, physical stuff with, um, you allowed to say sex on the show? Yeah, you yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like no, this guy serious. we're going to bleep it out. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, where maybe I've had where it was a hundred percent, I kind of knew that there there was an attraction. So how did you know? What'd you feel? I can you you know it. You just again a look like <laughs> yeah, they well, ask you, questions back. She, yeah, she's they, giving you fellatio, and they're like, oh, yeah, she might like, like me. She wants to suck my penis. Yes, yes. It's she on. might be into you, me. You kind of know, but then again, I've been wrong. So what am I talking about? Oh, she seemed like she's flirting. They're from the south. Yeah, you know that's I mean? true. So, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Kathy Griffin, I went to her apartment, and we're trying to decide: should we go out to eat? Should I see it? Should we see a movie? Then she goes, I'm wet. <laughs> so that gave me the confidence. Well, that, there you go. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, so maybe she I've been looking for that. Like a, she wasn't like there's something leaking. She was no, like, no, 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 no. She told me so she was wet. Do? Well, it gave me the confidence to uh, start kissing, and you know, and uh, so we uh, in the apartment. We I didn't think we had to go on a date when they're wet before the date. Right. Yeah. Like I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Take yeah. Some money here and so, tacos. <laughs> yeah. So it's was uh, we were um, doing stuff and. Um, I, uh, she, she, she had just seen a TV movie about a, a woman that batters men and she, she wanted to hit me in the face because she doesn't like men, she was saying. She has hostility towards men. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I don't like men. I go, why? She goes, they rape, they go to strip clubs, and they see porno. And I said, kidding around. I only do two out of three of those. Right. And, uh, That's funny. And, uh, that you made her wetter. Perhaps. Yeah. Well, she wanted to hit me, and I had I was assaulted. I have TMJ ligament damage in my face. Oh, I said, geez. the hitting wouldn't be a good idea. Maybe the right. I don't right. know. Right. Wow. And, uh, but I didn't want to be hit. I don't blame and, you. Good for standing and, up for yourself. Yes. <laughs> yes. So... She was weird, and um, and then what? She was uh, with her in general. Well, yeah, like them. You're like I'm out. I don't do the hitting. Well, I I have to confess something. Okay, mm. you can do this here. It's okay, safe. it's all right. Again, I, I all right. I'm not a sleazy guy at all. I never when I was a comedian. I don't read sleaze from. No, 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 no. But. I never could like follow waitresses around. Hey, 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 what are you doing? You know, I I could probably get laid if. 
and I can't manipulate. There's a lot of guys, they sit at Starbucks and they'll see a woman on a laptop and they go, hey, you're trying to write things. I could be your fix-it guy. You know, yeah. I could never, right. I'll do your one-woman show. I'll do it. You know, I could never pretend to be a blowhard, to pretend to be an expert, to try to, you know what I mean, be the guy that they, oh, you'll write my show. I, I probably, you know, I run on Seinfeld, so I could probably have, so I'm giving myself credit for not being sleazy that way. Yeah. I never manipulate but if someone's available, I've done things I'm not proud of. Meaning, um, it's okay. Meaning, Sleep. when I really know this is bad, maybe I've had sex one last time. You know what I mean? Does and then you just sense? don't call him? What do you mean? You no, I'm not spiteful, not calm. <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you mean? No, but what, you're saying you have sex with someone. And okay, <clears throat> what I mean is, um, you know. You know this is sad. You know this is not going to be something. She's hostile. Right. It's weird. No, but you but if you had one more ways. opportunity yeah, yeah. for yeah, sex. everyone does that. Yeah, yeah. It's there, common. there was one woman. I knew it was bad because she put kidding around, but trying to mm -hmm. warn me a, a knife to her cat's throat. And oh, I love cats. Wow. Jesus, yeah. gotta... And I should have walked out then, but we did one last time, <laughs> yeah. even though, you know, yeah. I mean, I've done things like that. Right. Yeah, but like, again, she's after the animal, not me. Everyone's done that. But though. she was trying to show, she was going, she thought the, uh, the cat was going out, going, you just want the other lady in the hall because you want the hot chick, the next hot chick. I was saying, cats don't know if a woman is hot or not. And she goes, you better not stray. And I think was trying to show me don't stray. Oh my God, we need to wow. fix you up with some, some healthier yeah. Women that don't put knives to cat's throat. I know, exactly. Yes. That, that sounds like a good start. Um, but but first, I just need to talk about one thing here. Sure. We'll, we'll get back yeah. to um, um, knives. knives and your dangerous dating habits. Yeah. Um, I need to talk about... Oh, no, oh, I did one dude... Uh, well, if we get back to the story, there was one woman made... There were women that made themselves <laughs> available sexually, and I, and I didn't do it. There's mm. been a lot. All right. There was... I've been smart. Oh, dude, I'm not... I don't think it's bad. I got to talk about no, no, Kegel but, exercises right now. It has nothing to do with you. I'm not, he just got insecure that I was cutting off your story, but I got to no. talk about Kegel exercises for one moment. Okay. Do you know what they are? Um, I learned by listening to your podcast. Are you listening? <laughs> yes, I'm listening. You're, you're very sweet. And we'll talk... I was scared going on and some people really? freaked me out. Dr. Drew's wife. So... Oh, <laughs> oh you... Oh... Because she was saying, she goes, you're going to go on sex with Emily, you with anal sex. And oh. So I thought it was one of these podcasts. Hey, dude, you're like threesomes. And, yeah. But you're very sweet and it's nurturing nice. and it's not. I, I've been on some podcasts where I don't like myself, where I'm trying too hard to show, hey, I'm, I talk a lot and I've done sex. So you don't do that on <laughs> no, this. No, I'm chill, yeah. right? The yeah. name I always say is like the raciest part of the show. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Um, but Kaggle exercises are very important for your pelvic floor pelvic floor strength for men and for women but i'm going to talk about women now for a moment because for women like we'll do exercises like so our abs look good and our arms look good and our asses look good but we don't think about our pelvic floor because no one's really seeing it but when our pelvic floor isn't strong we have urinary incontinence means that we sneeze and we pee i, I have that. You have that too well there's something for men too we can okay. talk about that do your kegel exercises i have an iphone app called kegel camp and it helps you with that but this product there's a product now that because you only do them five minutes a day, traffic light, it's the pee-stopping muscles, but nobody remembers to do them. So this, this is for women, I'm sorry, but it's called the Intensity, and it does your Kegel exercises for you. It looks like a, it's actually part vibrator, part health device, and I use it every day because it's like kind of my relaxing zen time. I really do, my house, I lean back, and I don't have to do it. It, it stimulates those muscles. So for like five to 10 minutes a day, it takes all the confusion out of Kegel exercises because most people just do it, do them. Ugh. 
Most people do them wrong and it targets your G-spot and your clitoris while you're doing it. So you have like orgasms and you have stronger kegel muscles, pelvic floor, which means you have stronger orgasms all around. Um, if you've never had an orgasm, it can help you that way. And also just helps women like with after childbirth, urine, all this stuff. So it's very important about pelvic floor that is strong because over time it will atrophy and it could get very ugly. So, and it's tighter too. A lot of women mm -hmm. worry about being tight. <laughs> a lot of women worry that they're not tight enough. So intensity can proven, uh, has been proven to tighten and tone your pelvic floor muscles. And people call it the only intimate health product every woman needs. And you can find it at pourmoi.com. That's P-O-U-R. MOI.com. And we did a great show, a great review of Fiduism as of. We did a great re review, uh, review of it called Sex Toy Review Intense <coughs> and Unplugged. We also have a blog about it. If you want to learn more, go to pormoi.com, P O U R M O I.com. That's all. Back to, uh, so how did you, but I met you at Drew's, Dr. Drew's birthday. Yes, party. yes. Right? We bonded over how sweet he is because, uh, he's a doll. He, I have to be honest, I, I, my, before I met him, I, I wasn't a fan because of celebrity rehab. Oh. I thought, oh, mm. he just tries to manipulate them. And uh, But he's done so many sweet things. He's so accessible. He really does care. Even I thought he was just a guy pretending to care about the no. celebrities for yeah, ratings. Yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. And you, so at first I was intimidated thinking... I'm the Beverly Hills sex lady. I thought you, Beverly Hills I thought you were like, hey, make, yeah. make, please me. I'm the woman. I deserve things because I'm a track. I don't know why. And you, <laughs> I thought, hey, yeah. give me the world. Give me orgasms every second. I'm at Hustler. I don't know. Check right. out my gigantic dildo. You yeah. know, and I was intimidated. I thought, you know, you were like a royalty. Like you, you just seem, you dress like, like a, a Kennedy, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I thought you were like a Larchmont woman, kind of like Beverly. I'm the Beverly Hills sex. I didn't, you didn't yeah, even put Beverly Hills. Good. I don't know why. It was sort of like I'm. Uh, I'm like it, a it San was, Francisco uh, hippie. Chick, yes, but I yes. That. So, so then I thought you'd go. Who's this weird middle-aged? skinny guy talking to me but we really bonded with drew and there's a familiarity i yeah, have definitely. and you was beyond so cool and um and i was you know trying to get on the podcast hey you want to plug things <laughs> and uh, and uh, you were again so then i started listing more and you're not yeah you're not like i you know a lot of these uh women in podcasting or sidekicks try to amp it up the show i'm one of the guys mm -hmm. hey man i could talk dirty you know what i'm saying right you're you're genuine you really care and you're not you know you're not doing that no, so kind of myself i wouldn't know how to be anything else like acting no. i tried i was in a movie once it wasn't good I, i'm just not not because even i wanted i wanted to act i'm saying i just i best to be myself well it's great and it the really more you works. are yourself you probably realize this through stand-up as well the more authentic i mean like same with you man it's doing radio don't you feel like it's it's gave you the confidence. Also, the more you talk, the more you get accepted. Like you just are yeah. wherever you go. The I'm a terrible actor. I can't act. Well, no. uh, I always play the nebbish, the sidekick, mm -hmm. the hypochondriac because I'm a real good actor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because well, I'm really the, the the gritty guy from Sons of Anarchy, mm -hmm. but I act and I act like a sad sack. But no, it's just show up. You, you're good. Uh, you're doing well. You uh, got your book, you. your, yeah, your podcast uh, as well. 
Yeah, yeah, I have a called The Mild Adventures of Fred Stoller. Just uh, I like character actors. I've had all kinds of people, but I like people. St- I, re- I like talking to quirky people rather than George Clooney. Not that he's asking to be on it, yeah. but I like just uh, people with just people's every stories. man. Everyone's interesting. I every, think. You Everyone's know, got a story. I hope my books is I'm like an every man. I've been on some shows, but I'm just a guy. That's what it's about. It's about, yeah. Trying exactly. to deal with be. my mother and where to go next and uh, accept myself and just. Go to the next thing. So, yeah, I like every man. How long have you been in uh, Los Angeles? I've been here since 88. Yeah. I've uh, okay. been here forever, yeah. Where'd you come from before? <clears throat> New York. From New York? I, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and then I lived in Manhattan. Oh, wow. And... Was it a big adjustment for you? Pretty much. Well, yeah. it's just, it's just <clears throat> to me, it was just freaking out because... I was in the comedy boom, even though I didn't love being a stand-up. It was just a false comfort zone. I'm getting mm-hmm. spots. I thought I. So then you come out here, and when you're in New York, you always go, "I haven't tried L.A. yet." Right. You know, and now here, it's like, where do I go next? This is so. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 just it freaks you out, and I see why there's so many feng shui's and acting coaches <laughs> and right, managers. Everyone's, all yeah. up. everyone's looking for the answer. Everyone yeah. is looking for a guru. It's Everyone. True. You know, and so, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of people that prey on vulnerable people. And my book, there's a part about a manipulative acting coach that was ridiculous and freaking me out that if I quit, I'll lose everything and go back to what go back to being a three year old. uh, Like, you know, so there's the and I find good people. That's the thing. A lot of people here will take advantage of you. And I think that you just have to check in with yourself, because if you're really looking for that, do you think of this person will save me? This person will save me. And once you realize there's no magic solution, there is no magic like um. Like uh, with, uh, you know, you need a tooth fixed, you know, you get the tooth, but it's it's nebulous. It's There's no answers how to be an actor. You just nope. stay in it. You, you be, in my, it only, my only um, advice is if you're a writer, writer, I'm stealing this from Stephen King and his great book about writing. Read every day and write every day. That's true. If you're an actor or a stand up, be with people at your level to share information. I don't believe in stand-up comedy classes but maybe go and then oh there's an open mic oh you do this you know what i mean you need to be with people at your level yep. to go you know to have like a little a networking sure. things not those networking parties but so i freaked out yeah it was like wow this is the end of the line what happens now and and i re- i leaned on this woman who she set me up i'm gonna Oh, I want to hold you and make up for all the women that hurt you. And she set herself up to be my mother, my manager, my acting coach. Then she dumped me. She goes, I can't be a shrink to you. This is so one-sided. So she set me up, you know, because I... Sounds really unhealthy, yeah. And I became too needy when she set me up for that. So I did it when I first moved to L.A. I was... We all make mistakes at the beginning. I have bad agents, bad whatever, bad managers. But, you know, I want you to help us answer some emails from people. Is that cool? Absolutely. I figured it's good to get more uh, advice. You know, yeah. more people more, more minds better um, this is okay so everyone thank you for emailing me feedback at sexwithemily.com we love hearing from you tell us where you live what do we say where you're uh, from totally, how old you are yeah. all that crap and how you listen to the how podcast how you listen to the podcast so iTunes sexwithemily.com Stitcher all that all kind that of stuff. stuff okay right I'm a new listener. I dig the show. You provide useful insight to your listeners, and now I'm hoping you can give me some of the same. I'm in a situation I'm not sure how to exit. I'm friends with a coworker at work lately. It feels like she may like me more than she lets on. She always wants to hang out with me. She constantly Skypes me at work, and sometimes she will text me at home or over the weekend. I happen to think she's very cute and funny, and she's very sweet to me, but here's the problem. We are both married. 
Dun, dun, dun. I'm starting to feel really uncomfortable with how she treats me. I have other female friends, but they give me nowhere near the attention she does. I'm feeling I need to break up with her because I think it's causing some confusion for me. Like she has breakup in quotes. I can't have that clouding my judgment when it comes to my relationship. I'm just not sure how to do it. I don't want to point out her behavior. That could get awkward for both of us. And if I just ignore her, she will obviously want to know why. I could just tell her that she needs to stay away from me and put limits on our communication, but I'm not sure. I have the fortitude to be that. I don't have the fortitude to be that callous. I don't want to be in this situation. Mm. Any advice? Mm. Thanks, Jay. Well, at least he answered he doesn't want to be in it. This is the thing. So yeah. I start at least reading he knows. this. I'm like, here's another douchebag. No, you know, a lot of people <laughs> at work. You meet people at work because they're at their best, right? We all want to be intellectually stimulated by someone. We spend more time with people at work, and I'm thinking, uh oh. But I love. I'm like, I feel like he's the most merry, honest married guy yeah because a lot of guys they're they're in denial or they 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 like the flirting but they're mm-hmm. pretending it's innocuous yeah. so, so I, he knows it's inappropriate hey, and i love that he checked in he's like i feel that i'm crossing the line and i've got boundaries and it was like i thought it was going another direction so i love that he's record let's give him props for recognizing mm-hmm. the confusion it's causing his marriage and the workplace can be a breeding ground for this my only concern was it's tricky because when it comes to co-workers it's like he can't send her an email being like, like he says, like, do I just break up with her? No, I think he just has to slowly, he has to modify his behavior and then she'll follow suit. You like, know what? Don't you know respond. What? All, you know, don't be mean to her. Still be smile and maybe have a lunch. But when she starts that behavior, don't respond Respond. to it. You know, it's another concern you, yeah. he may have. Um, I have these neighbors that are always fighting because the wife picks up his iPhone and reads into why'd you give her Instagram likes? Oh. So I oh, could yeah, see yeah. I could Instagram is yeah, killing. Yeah, yeah. why you you Instagram liked her, but she's in a bikini or reading yeah. into her emails or Facebook. I so if I was him, I'd like I'd be nervous that my wife would read into it. I know well, that's Definitely. true. That's true. So he can't email it or anything. I think he just or even start... text. She'll see the text. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he, what, what I'd say my wife may be uncomfortable. Yeah, you have to make yourself. Uh, less available. Just yeah, don't be so available. Don't text her back. And I don't know. At first, I was like, well, you could have a talk with her and be like, listen, we're both married. But then, you know, she could be like, yeah. hey, forget. I would just but yeah, she could have a freak pull out. Back, pull back, but be nice. I'm also confused because mm-hmm. if she wants to flirt and stuff, they work together. You don't. You don't mm-hmm. need to if you sit here. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's a little silly. I know. I know. So he just got to pull back. I think it's mm-hmm. fine. So we have a threesome question because um, who doesn't love threesomes? Oh, hey Emily, almost a year ago, I began dating an awesome girl. It started out as casual. We're having a great time and fantastic sex, and then drunkenly one evening, she mentioned once having a threesome. That's all he. Before. She needs yeah. to do, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and that's Listen, never going to get out of his about, head. Yeah. This spun him out of control, and then asked me if I wanted to do it naturally. I said yes, as I've always wanted to. Time went on, and our relationship became quite serious. We're now very invested in each other. My feelings for her grew. She continued teasing (laughs) that three-way for months until finally admitting that she no longer wanted to go through with it due to potential feelings of jealousy. Uh, Check this, though. I've done my best to try and let it go, but I can't contain my resentment. Of (laughs) course. He has resentment now and envy and sheer disappointment in knowing that my girlfriend would make my dream come true for another guy that she knew before him. Oh, she did for another guy. She she mentioned to him, oh, I had it once. Do you want to at the beginning? Uh. So she put the bait out there, right? So, you know, why? I, what did he have that I don't? He was probably just banging her every other whatever. <laughs> what, what did I lose along the way to make her change her mind? Not wanting to hold our otherwise lovely relationship hostage over a three-way, I feel my 
hands are tied. I've tried bringing this all up to her before, but she's made me feel pretty bad about it, changed the subject, and I want to just get this out of my system. But the more serious our partnership becomes, the more I see this as an impossibility. Wow. She says, you know, <coughs> it's harder for me to be attracted to her, and he's agonizing that she dangled the threesome carrot. Oh, to get her in love. Yeah. No, I don't even know. I think that they were together for a week, and she was. They were, he said oh. they were drunk months mm. ago when they started dating and she said oh i had a threesome once we but did he it. fall in love because of this possibility i think there was probably more than that right, right, right. but now i think like i think they've been together i think she said it once and then he kept thinking it was going to happen hopefully this guy's not just with her because of that but she says no so it's guy's number one's fantasy and she says it in the heat of the moment but she's you know she's now into him so it's like and they're in a relationship and some women the only way you should have a threesome in a relationship is mm-hmm. if you're both on board and you're mm-hmm. like and a lot of times it can you know tear your relationship apart. you're just gonna have to let it go man he's gotta let it go <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. it yeah have yeah. you had a threesome i had to think um not really <laughs> yeah um i had an aborted were... threesome once <laughs> yeah i've had a few but this one was well, no 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 well, well what counts as a threesome Two other people in the room that you touch in a at the same time. Maybe what, what happened a million years ago? I was with a woman, and that was the story. No, I, uh, I um. And your dog was in the room, but there was nothing. No, there was there was a, there was, a, there was a, a woman I was with, and and then we did stuff. This is my twenties. Mm-hmm. You know? It's fine. And then her roommate came in and lied with us, and and then. Uh, she did something with me. She gave you blowjob. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. The th- the the um the roommate. Okay. okay. So, but it wasn't us three together. No, that doesn't count. Okay, God, mm. doesn't count. But no. oh, I were too I mean, close. It, but it made me have okay. reminiscent about you the got very, You got very close. This guy though. has got to let it go because in the heat of the moment, you know that you know when she wasn't as emotionally attached to him, she might have said, "Oh, I had a threesome," but now they're together. So the good news, it's normal that he wants it and he's excited. The bad news, she's attached and a threesome. When you love, when you're into someone, you can get jealous and all these things can come up. So I think he's got two choices. He's got to just like let it go out of his mind and just maybe they could, you know. Do other things that will excite him in their yes. relationship, like watch porn together, tie each other up, like maybe watch threesome porn or do something else me, that will uh, let me fulfill ask you your qu- fantasy. I, like I said, I've never had a threesome, um, but uh, with women, what's their jealousy factor with the third woman that's not in the relationship when they do it? Oh, because I mean, do they have? Do are they jealous or do, are they? Just I think it could don't be really hard. well. Okay, it, it's a case by case basis. There's some women who are. I mean, the thing, the rule with the threesome is if you're in a relationship and you want to do it, the woman has to be on board because typically, right. it's another woman. So she maybe has been wanting to try out being with the woman, but the guy also gets. But it's not like, hey, honey, go you know get with this woman. I'll just watch. Sometimes it's that way, but typically he's also with the woman. So watching her partner who she loves. She have sex with a guy. Gets her off. Well, it could. Some women could get totally turned on, but someone are like could be so jealous. Like right. they could think, oh, she's skinnier than me. He likes her more than me. Right. He's going. He's doing. They look like they're making out in a way we never have. I mean, it can bring up extreme jealousy. Obviously, so you have insane with men too. So you have to be in a really solid so. Place. I I would say with this guy, my concern would be that 
it may not get him out of his system if he likes it. If to do it once, you know what I mean. He may go, hey, let's try it again. But she, yeah, but she's she's on a board with it. But I'm saying, but even if she did agree to just once, oh, he might want it more and more. Yeah, more. yeah that often, that often can happen. But I think he's obsessing on the wrong thing. It sounds to me, he says we're in a healthy relationship, it's stable. But I'm obsessing. So either you choose not to obsess and channel that energy into expanding your sex life elsewhere, okay. or you got to break up. You know, you're, he's kind of sabotaging mm-hmm. in a way, and. The, you're not going to get a woman to do anything, especially sexual, by begging her and bringing it up all yeah. the time. Yeah, and then, if you, I don't know, even if you break up over this, that's kind of lame. It is kind of You know, lame. you just got to let it go. He man. sounds like, like that. He's, he's got like an obsessive thing mm-hmm. going, and if you really love her, there's a way you can kind of go back and uh, challenge that and, re, you know, reconnoiter. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so do we have time for a... Do one more. Okay, we do one more. All right. Okay, what should we talk about here? We've got a few options. <laughs> You can talk about being a virgin. Yeah. Oh, well, you Guy said that you were a virgin. I was a virgin until I was 21. Okay, so yes. this is great for you. Sure, sure. Okay, how to lose your V-card. Emily, my name is Zachary. I'm an 18-year-old man from Louisiana. I'm still a virgin. I've been listening to your podcast on my on my podcast I, on my podcast iPad app for a few days. Your advice is amazing. Like I said, I'm a virgin, and I feel it's time to lose my V-card mm. ASAP. Can you please tell me how to approach girls for casual sex and how to attract a woman? Thanks. Your podcasts are great. P.S. Hi, Menace. Hello. Uh, Zachary. Okay, he already, he had, he's virgin. never had sex before, but he wants to have casual to sex. start having casual sex. Why don't sex? we just start with sex, Zach? <laughs> All right, yeah. yeah, casual sex. She is. <laughs> it's cute. People are too porn. Hey. Like, oh, when can I have yeah. a gangbang? I want to have sex for the first time, and then how 10 deep women is it around. at eighteen? Yeah. yeah, right, exactly. So, um, I think you know. He, first of all, guys who are virgins, a lot and women, they worry. They, I get it. You obsess. Am I going to do it right? Is it going to be hard? You know, you, you can't really. You can plan for it, but it's not like you're going to be perfect the first time, and there is no perfect, because I'm sure you're going to be with someone who's fairly new at sex as well. So make sure that you, first of all, have condoms, safe mm-hmm. sex. And I would say to guys, practice. Do you guys ever practice putting condoms on before you had sex? Um, no. Okay. That's a good thing to do, because guys definitely... think about that. It, with and Kathy Griffin, I tried with a condom. Yeah. and yeah. Uh, So I don't know if we had sex, because... I, I I have a lot of times I could you don't stay know? A, 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 well be, I pushed and pushed and, Did you feel and it, penetra- okay. it didn't stay hard you know I have problems okay. with some some women it goes right in with the condoms some it's hard you push yeah. and push yeah. so then all of a sudden some are going it's okay they go come on you know do it again <laughs> try so 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 get a coach yeah so sometimes you know uh, it, with the condom it's hard for me. Unless, condoms uh, can do that for people too, but maybe it's the wrong condom. Yeah, probably. You yes. know, there's a lot of great condoms out there. People like the condoms, mm-hmm. and, but, but there's I love skin condoms, S K Y N. Mm-hmm. They are not latex. They're probably isoprene. They're thinner than most condoms, but they're still strong. I'll try and, them. And you uh-huh. can't. They, they're like I, I recommend a lot of people. Everyone's like, oh my god, it's like you're not really like you're wearing nothing at all. Is their like slogan, mm-hmm. but it actually works. Um, what would you say, Menace? First time, like, do you remember? Can you think back to that time last year when you had net sex? <laughs> I know sex for the first time. No, I, well, first I think. I mean, to have sex for the first time, I think you really need to practice on just talking to a woman, you know? I used to say this. I haven't said it in a long time on the podcast where uh, every woman you meet, you don't have to be hitting on them. Just practice talking to them. So when you do find the person that you would want to have sex with, that you're very comfortable in talking 
to a person in general, right. you know? Like have women friends, yeah. right? Because you're not going to go from like being a mute to having sex, you right. know? You, you definitely going to have to talk them into it. And again, what I've always said on the show, if a woman's not into you, uh, nothing physically is ever going to happen to you. You're not going to die. Right, if she rejects you, know? you like, you don't die from rejection, you, right? It's all that, no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you die inside a little you bit, you, you know, your I feelings might be hurt if a woman is not into you, but it's always like a numbers game too, you know? Eventually you're going to find that person that uh, that you like and they like you back and then exactly. eventually you will have yeah, sex so with them. sweet when they just, like I said, give you that look or yeah. you don't have to work them like you think in the movies. Mm-hmm. They just yeah. kind of... You don't have yeah. to put on this whole show. Yeah. Right, exactly. So I think then, he's just... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, or, or you have Tinder. You know, apparently that's just I, a blowjob dispensary. It is a blowjob. <laughs> yeah. Ross said that. Yeah. So how does it work? I heard I that from you. What's the difference between Tinder and Grindr? I don't know any Gr- of this. So Grindr is the gay one. Uh, Tinder is the... The just open, you know, meat market. What does market. it mean? Go, hey, I want to mess with you? Is it like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I'll show you. Okay. Right. I mean, I'm not really, I'm not actively on it, yeah. but I can, I, I've had my Tinder dalliances. I actually had my one blind, I had a Tinder date on the show. I had a blind mm-hmm. Tinder date. Yeah. Now, it's basically. It was much better on the air than it was in real. I mean, Yeah, basically, you just open your phone and then I'll show you, like, all the women that are, like, attracted, in, to, you. attracted to you within a certain mile radius, right. apparently, right? Right. And exactly. then also, there's you can another one. You choose your that, age range or how many miles you want. Yeah, yeah. I'm not on Tinder. But why is it more just casual sex? It's, people say it is you can choose. It's not like they're like, if you go on a date with someone, you have to bang them. Apparently, though, everyone is just, just hooking up off this thing. Right. So uh, yeah. I, I I guess I would recommend yeah. it. Yeah, I mean I, the thing is, actually, there's a really interesting article my friend sent me. Did you maybe Madison sent someone sent sent this to me, and it breaks down all of the different dating sites. So mm-hmm. if you want, like, okay, Cupid is for like hipsters who hang out on bar, like Match.com, like you pay for Christian mingles, obviously mm-hmm. for Christian, you know, Tinder. I mean, they, I'm going to post it on the website. I heard it's if really you go to farmersonly.com, you're just going to get laid immediately. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But let's Once you open Zach. the website. <laughs> but I want to say, Zach, is that he's got to stay calm. Okay, so I'm collected. You know, just like, like don't obsess about it. Mm-hmm. But stay calm. Hopefully you're in a state with someone that you're with someone that you're already You know, when I was with. a virgin till 21, I really... I thought it was more realistic. I'd be on a show like Happy Days. I, I had no <laughs> self-esteem. I thought I was going to make it in comedy, as a, in show business, more than I thought I'd ever be with a woman. I had so little self-esteem, and uh, you're handsome, good-looking. I but I, I was I was really, really, really skinny when I was in. High school skinny wasn't like a brooding animator or hey, it was like really. I see. I asked out the ugliest girl because I thought if she rejected me, all of them would. I didn't think. I thought, and she goes, uh, "You're too skinny. Maybe if you gain 15 pounds." So I thought. So I didn't. I I went for the bottom, and uh-huh. I thought if she's, I'm too skinny. So basically, I just a lot of issues, but it's all good. No, no, no self esteem, like a like a stick figure, and uh, so basically. Yeah, so it stayed with me, and then um, when I started wanting to be an, an actor, I thought that was more... So I, I remember my uh, therapist was saying, you're definitely going to have sex. He goes, I could even write a prescription for you. You're, I guarantee you'll have sex. <laughs> but I, I, I really... What I'm trying to say is to give them reassurance. You think when you are an adolescent and have no self-esteem, it's never going to happen. It's going right. to happen. Yeah. I, he I wants to know, know even just how to start talking. So I was thinking, I had all these tips I was going to have sex. He just wants to know how to start approaching girls. He meditates, mm. but how do you start talking to women? Like we said, it just mm. how to attract women. Be yourself. 
don't overthink it and literally talk to women wherever you go. Mm -hmm. If you're waiting in line for Starbucks, if you're at the bus, if you're even women you're not attracted to, just or guys too, practice the art of yeah. conversation and and don't ask yes no questions. Make observations. If you're standing, you know, outside, what do people do? I always think of Starbucks. What else do people do where they're together? Everyone's on their goddamn phones. But you hmm. know, you can be like, ah, oh, you know, um, have you? When do you think they brought the p- pumpkin spice latte back? You know, as something that they ask a question. Start a thing and like observe something, maybe compliment, you know, something she's wearing, be very specific, ask a question that's not a yes, no, and engage in something, but not in a creepy way. You can just observe something that's happening in, in well, the Well, isn't he interacting you. with people that have a common ground? Oh, Mrs. Finkelstein's uh, math teacher, or I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So he, it's not as hard if he's not trying to talk he's to those strangers. Too. Yeah. yeah, like, do you think this test will be as hard as the last test? <laughs> right. You know, like, I he's heard got, that if it did that. Yeah. Just start talking. And, and, and it's an art. it is an art and it is a skill. Like learning to talk to people and feel comfortable is not something that we're all born with. Like I think we yeah. all have, a lot of us have an awkward time, but it came out of the womb talking. I have other issues, but for a lot of people, especially men, they have the fear of rejection. They think that there's the perfect thing to say. And we talked about this earlier on the show. It's like, just be right. easier to say, but he's 18, be, be yourself and practice talking to women. Yeah. And, um, and how do you attract her is if the more authentic you are, the more real you are and don't be creepy. Yeah. And my, my biggest thing, I go, uh, what's your name? Where are you from? And I can guarantee you when they say where they're from, I can say something about, you know. Right, because you know about, all these like weird facts little, about everywhere. About like, you know, their state that they're from or the city or something like that. And very rare that I have absolutely nothing to say. And then wow. the, the conversation just snowballs from there. That's good, It's menace. so easy. What's, <laughs> what's yeah? your name? Where are you from? What was the best? Have you ever said something to a woman that like changed the game and next thing you know, you were... Yeah, uh, I, like funny, I said, so. I, I, again, I'm not good at working people. Uh, mm. Like I said, with, well, I an, you were with you auditions were trying, or with but... women, um, they just, they, they just, like I said, there's just an essence. It's almost predetermined attraction. So it's never really like, oh, who's this weird guy? And I say something, wait a minute, come yeah, back here. You. you know what I mean? Mm. It's, a, it's just an essence. Yes, it. a connection. Yeah. I never really, no woman was ever looking at me. Then I did a joke and they, wait, come back here. Hey, what's your name again? So I think it's, it's like, I know. You know, it's almost predetermined. Well, I also think though for men and for women, I always think of like, we all have friends that we feel really comfortable with, right? Like when you're with your guy friends or your family, maybe yeah. there's certain, we all have people that were just like totally ourselves. We let it all hang out. And I think like for guys and for women, think of channel that. Next time you're hanging out, be like, what am I like with like, observe, observe yourself. Next time you're just hanging out with your best friends, what am I doing now? Why am I so comfortable? And then think about who that person is and then bring that person out. Well, you know, sometimes I'll be at a party and I'm talking to a woman and in my head I'm going, I'm trying too hard. I'm trying Mm -hmm. too hard. And I know when I'm doing that mantra, it means it's over. It's just, it's not there. I I know when I'm trying too hard. I know when there's, if there's something not there, it's not there and it doesn't work. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to go backwards right now because I'm going to do, I'm going to do a sex in the news story that I really wanted to do. All right. Usually we do sex in the news and then we do emails, but Mm -hmm. I would like to do this. All right. Um, Italy rules it's not illegal to masturbate on your lunch break. I just wanted to get your feedback about this. All right. And when's your lunch? I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, exactly. So um, Italians make great food. They seem like happy, sensual people. So much so they believe that a man and woman There's so many bad just... jokes at restaurants. I mean, I'll shut mm-hmm. up. But right? No. Like do cooks jokes. you don't want? No. Obviously. No, yeah. right. You're like, where's my waiter? Sorry. Here's yes, your, yes. Know, we don't want to. I don't want to go to Italy and go, did he just get off his lunch break? Yeah. Oh, shit, right? Because this guy, it was... Um, it 
went to the Supreme Court. So they're saying it doesn't impair your what? job. Yeah, what? exactly. So, but so, who's so, fighting for this stuff? But wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to pay attention, people. All right, sure. Okay. They believe that a man in Italy, man and woman sexual urges are natural things. Don't deny them. Embrace them. Everyone in Italy shares this ethos. It's ingrained in the country all the way up to the Supreme Court. Last, they said this this week, it's fine for employees to watch porn on their lunch break since it doesn't compare with their job in Italy. No, but I'm saying where? In the office? I don't know. Like, on a work computer? I once had a kinky fantasy involving this. When, oh, when fantasy. Get back to it. About, yeah. Well, okay. We will in a minute. Um, it does not. It ca- okay, the case stems from a man who was fired from Fiat... Mm-hmm. After he was caught watching pornography during his lunch break, he sued and the case went to the highest court uh, and bosses had caught the man watching adult films at work. But he argued that his viewing was limited to catching a glimpse of a movie during his lunch break. But where was it in, in the cafeteria yeah, or in his it, office? Yeah. Was it on a work computer? See, so a car salesman and mm-hmm. he had it on his desk. It and, doesn't. Yeah. Okay. The porn, the porn right. ruling at the court mm-hmm. of Cassation marked the end of a five year legal battle for the man. <laughs> Identified as Gis- uh, Giuseppe Z, who's dismissed. By the time it's over, he's middle-aged, doesn't want to masturbate yeah. anymore. Um, he's supported by the local court. Uh, it says, Italian edition of the local reported, as there was no evidence presented by Fiat that the man had indulged his porn habit during normal working hours because he was on his lunch break. He did nothing wrong. So he, uh, you know, whatever. So it says, at least great. You know, why don't we all live there? I mean, I think this is the last thing that men need, though, is to actually be encouraged that it's okay to have watch porn during. I just thought you all like that. I just think that, uh, you know, it's, it's insane. important that we need permission. And this guy's just an idiot, though. Why was he, like, masturbating in his own his, uh, porn thing at, during work? Anyway. I, I think and it's ridiculous. Like, that's right. I just want to say. But, if he, but was, if he know- was on his own phone uh, having a lunch break and doing if, it, then fine. If you guys, And if you guys would like to... um. To leave here and go masturbate, I guess. it's yeah. Feel free. I want to just encourage you. At the wait, end wait, I'm show. confused. So in his own office with the door shut? Yeah, you okay. can masturbate. So that's the deal. I don't know. I just wanted to talk well, about Italy. I just talked about Italy. Okay. Um, <laughs> I talked about Italian masturbation. Madison's back because she had to walk the dog who almost peed. All right. So um, we're all done here, Fred. You're awesome. Thank you well, for being thank on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that, that was Fred, it. Nothing, nothing scary. I told yeah, you, right? you I made it. Susan Pinsky, you survived. A she dear said, friend of mine said to you, Emily's going to make you talk about anal sex. She goes, I can't no picture you on that show. What? She go, mm-hmm. What? I said, no anal penetration. Yeah. She goes, uh, I can't picture you on that show. What are you going to talk about about anal sex? I thought it's just beads and she's pouring candles on, on stuff. She knows we don't. She's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, so um, Fred, everyone can find you. We have your, okay, buy your book. Maybe we'll have you back. It's a great story. You're a great writer about Thank your you so like, struggle. I think a lot of people can relate to this. Relatable, and they should buy it on your website. Where do you want people to go? We're at Amazon, wherever. Bookstores wherever are. Wherever books are your website's so. fredstoller.net, and you're at fred underscore stoller on Twitter. And you're going to link all this on All the website, yeah, because everything's right? on my website, too. Great, After great. we post the show. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank and also, you so one much. thing I should notice is uh, that you know, a contest for Sibian. I'm giving away Sibian, which is awesome. Also, I think we're having our um, our, our year anniversary party, our 10-year anniversary wow. for the podcast. Menace December 6th. Just knew it's coming December 6th. Can all you right. do it? December 6th. We I just found out it. before yeah. the show. Okay. December 6th, people, email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. And also, yeah, just check me out. Check all this out. Check my Twitter, Instagram. I love you all. Thank you, Madison. Thank Thanks, you everyone, so for listening. Yeah. Was it good for you? Email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, guys, I got to tell you about Fleshlight, which is the number one sex toy for men. And it's probably the only one you want. So let me tell you about it. It's a male masturbation sleeve. And I know you're thinking, I've got my hand. Why do I need anything else? I'm sure your hand works fine. But we talked a lot about toys on the show. If 
if you could feel something that actually felt like sex, but not like your hand, but just as amazing, and you had mind-blowing orgasms, doesn't make you curious? Don't you want to try it? I think you should try it, the flashlight. It is a crowd pleaser. Not one guy, and I know a lot of you bought it, who listened to the show have ever said, like, I want to return my flashlight. It sucked. Or like, oh my God, where's the flashlight been my whole life? So check it out. If you want to last longer in bed, like our earlier caller, they have the stamina training unit that can help you do that. And they also have the new flight, which is smaller but and lighter, but it does not necessarily mean for smaller penises. So don't be upset if you buy that one. It doesn't mean you have a small penis. Uh, check it out. Go to sexatemily.com, click on the flashlight banner, and use code Emily, and you get a free bottle of their award-winning flashlight. You know, I've been talking to you about my candles for a while now, my Emily and Tony candles. And if you have not tried them yet, or if you don't even know what how a massage candle is, they are amazing, truly. And it's not just because they have my name on them, but the truth is I had tried massage candles before and they were like, okay, I love the concept of a massage candle. I love the fact that a regular candle, you can pour it on your partner and give a massage. That's all great. But the other ones that existed, I just felt were kind of like sticky and didn't make you feel good, mm-hmm. didn't smell good. And so I made these candles that are like vegan, except for the beeswax part, but they're coconut oil and soybean oil. They smell amazing and they feel amazing. And the feedback from my listeners have been great. Like people, because I invented those people could change their life. And I got a listener who just emailed me and said, my girlfriend was skeptical at first but agreed to try the warm oil on me first and gave me a back rub. Then I reciprocated and we had amazing sex. She cannot stop talking about how good the candle smells and how great the massage oil feels. And I'm convinced that the scent and the candle helped us through some of our barriers to sex mm-hmm. we face lately. So now you can get a full-size Emily and Tony candle for $28. We just uh, have a special thing nice. right now on the site. So for go the to And I think you use code Emily still and you get percentage off. Mm-hmm. Super organized It's good organized for Thanksgiving today. coming Okay, up, everyone right? think, oh yeah, it's great for Thanksgiving. Just put it on the table with the turkey totally and then everyone gives a massage there afterwards mm-hmm. my family all sat around on thanksgiving and watched the um kim kardashian sex oh, video oh i thought it that was, was gonna be your mom's sex video that she put out oh my god dude we're gonna talk about that okay everyone so thanks for listening and check out the candles